The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello and welcome to Wrong... Gosh dang it. Alright, we're going to do this again. Hello! <laughs> Keep going. It's great. Just great. Hello. Because I don't screw this one up. Thank you. Welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's him. Yeah. Steve Olivas. Yes. Podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How's every, how are you doing today, Steve? I almost said, how's everybody doing? But it's just me and you, and clearly I'm not doing that well. <laughs> well, the, the guest is the love that exists between the hosts. I am doing smug tonight, now that you are the one that screwed up the intro. I don't, you know, it, it, people, I, I think they think this is a bit that we just can't get this intro right, but it's not. And we just, and at first it was timing and now it's just, it's everything. It's just a train wreck to start. But you know what? We don't have a train wreck of a question. The question has it all together. So we're going to jump right to that. Uh, here Good it segue. is. My husband and I are on a council of nine people at our church for the next two years. We promised our pastor we'd do it. So quitting is not an option. One of the people on the council is significantly older than the rest of us and is a complete steamroller. She tells everyone what, everyone what to do, even though she is not the leader, and is super critical when they do it. She's very condescending, and the whole team is suffering from her lack of gratitude and care for others. I'm the only one, though, who will say to her face what everyone is saying behind her back so she thinks I'm a jerk. It frustrates me even more that this is happening in a church setting because it's so hypocritical. Help. How do I keep trying to be fruitful in this ministry while dealing with a steamroller? Go for it, Steve. Okay. Okay, let me jot down my thoughts here. Um, <clears throat> I It's hard when somebody is on a team that is sort of derailing the team. Now, the, there's a good news and a bad news here. The good news is what an outlier can do is solidify the other eight because now there's a common enemy and it can actually make the eight rest of you work much more efficiently than you would have if everyone was sort of meandering through this process. It can almost like sharpen everyone's focus when they're in those meetings. So I don't completely dislike a steamroller as long as they're contained. So here's my advice. Uh, two things. One, if she really is out of control, you're gonna need a bigger dog in the fight. So get the pastor involved. You don't have the clout or the currency to remove her or shut her down or uh, give her a, a come to Jesus. I didn't want to use that one in this context, but it was the best one to use. The pastor does, though. So if push comes to shove and the other two things I'm going to try to tell you to do don't work, then maybe get the pastor involved if the process is being derailed. If everyone is frustrated, uh, this can actually move things along more quickly between the eight of you because you're going to want to get out of those meetings quicker. So not a bad thing. But what you may want to do is either um, everybody gets a certain amount of time to have the floor 
And uh, if everybody wants to dismiss what she says outright, just give her her six minutes of time and then move on to the next person and the next person and the next person. And whoever is the MC of the group is the one that shall uh, run the timer, run the stopwatch. And you can even couch it in saying, we really, we've got a long agenda today, so we've got to get through each item. So I am just going to limit people's time, uh, not because I don't want to hear what you have to say, but because we do have to kind of fly through this. Or you can do what we do with families that get out of control and start yelling over the top of each other or interrupting each other, which is uh, everybody's going to have a talking stick. <laughs> and uh, in my office, I just use a ballpoint pen. And in order to talk, you need to have the pen. And uh, so she's going to need the pen, and it's going to be a lot more obvious when she tries to hoard the pen if someone tries to take the pen from her. Like... It's sort of socially awkward if someone walks across the room and stretches out their hand for the pen and you clutch it tighter to your chest. Like, that does make you look like a bit of a jerk or that you just want to keep talking and filibuster everybody else. So something symbolic <clears throat> and concrete, like uh, a ballpoint pen, the talking stick, will make this as florid as possible for everybody to see that we're going to try to divvy up communication time more evenly among the members of the group. But bottom line again, pastor, much bigger dog in the fight if you have to go that route. What say you, James Breakwell? Uh, I will say, first of all, don't be surprised uh, that things get nasty in this in this uh, church group meeting context. I've uh, been around a lot of church groups over the year, went to Catholic school, you know, kindergarten through senior year of college. And uh, I think some of the most brutal, you know, politics you can get into are, you know, church or ministry politics, all that <laughs> stuff. Any, anytime you have human beings involved, there can there can be some, uh, you know, clashing of personalities and underhanded dealing. And the fact that you say a prayer beforehand does not seem to slow that down. If I had to guess, <laughs> I would say the minister is not going to want to get involved. This is going to be one of those things where this is probably one thing off his plate, one less headache he has. He's going to say, you guys deal with it. He's not, he's not going to want to step in and put down this one person, especially because this one person is probably going to be a problem for him too, outside of this context or even there. Um, so, I mean, it's worth a try. That makes perfect sense. Um, I would say uh, the the. Well, first of all, in order to, to counteract this, you're going to need a leader with some backbone. So if the actual leader of the group, whoever it is, it doesn't sound like it's you and it's not this lady either. If they just let this other person steamroll everybody, uh, then, then you're going to be into problems. So you have to have a leader with backbone. So if the, if the existing leader is not going to put this person in their place, uh, either, you know, talk them up and tell them, you know, how to, how to stand up to her or see if maybe you can just get somebody else to volunteer to do it who's not the steamroller lady. Uh, the second thing I would say to do is let her say her piece and go on and on and on. And then if you've got a united front, just ignore her and move on. Like just because she says something doesn't doesn't mean you have to do it. So, uh, you know, she goes on a big rant and says, we're going to have this function on a Tuesday, but everybody <laughs> else wants it on a Wednesday. And then so the steamroller goes on, says we're doing it Tuesday. Then she gets done talking. Everybody goes back and like, all right, so we're agreed Wednesday. All right, then let's see you next week. And you just you move on. And I think <laughs> after a, a few eight to one votes. Yeah, exactly. Put it to a vote, and when, if she doesn't like it, you just move on. You say, well, we voted, and that's that. 
Uh, and um, I, I don't think it's going to go super smoothly. She's never going to be happy with it. Honestly, your best case scenario is after she loses every single vote, maybe she'll get irritated and quit. Like that, that, that might be a thing. But this is unfortunately part of life. There are unpleasant people all over the place. And unfortunately, those uh, unpleasant people are seldom meek and keep to themselves. The reason you know they're unpleasant is because they're out there in their in your face making their opinions known everywhere. Um, and maybe we should be grateful that of all the possible places she could be exerting her influence, she's doing it, you know, in this tiny uh, church council rather than, you know, in the halls of Congress or somewhere else. Like in the grand scope of things there, her damage could be much worse. You could you could view this as a public service. You are keeping you are keeping her ambitions contained to this one, you know, very small fiefdom. So uh, so so good for you in that respect. But yeah, I would say let the democratic process work work itself out. Vote, uphold the vote, and if she keeps trying to steamroll, you say, hey, you lost the vote. That's that's what it is. You know, we've had different variations of this question in the past, never with a church group. Although I had a small church pastor on my show, The Commute, a couple of years ago, and boy, the behind the scenes of those places is shocking at how brutal it gets. Yes. But with uh, if she the one thing that i remember the letter writer saying was this gal is significantly older than everybody oh. else and could be lonely and a little bit demented possibly i don't know how old she is but loneliness sets in and they want to exert their will and they have strong opinions and this might be her outlet her social outlet she might be depressed which is why she's so negative all the time so uh, maybe even hooking her up with something, uh, she can run the bingo game on Friday nights <laughs> or she can run the bake sale or, or something that'll give her a sense of purpose might help settle that part of her that so eagerly demands the floor when people are listening. There you go. There are there are other outlets for, for power trips and church meetings. So <laughs> find, find one of those. And, and if worse comes to worse, she is significantly older, so you never know. There's there's no guarantee she'll live out these full two years. That's a horrible thing to wish for, but de demographics are demographics. Just just tell yourself that and maybe it'll get you get you through it. Anyway. Oh, thank God I'm not the bad guy this week. This is so <laughs> You're always the bad guy. Well, if you have a question you'd like to send in to us, it doesn't have to be a marriage question. It can be about a church group. It can be between platonic friends. It can be between a parent and a dog. Send that in to jamesbreakwell at explodingunicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. We'll do our best to solve it for you. This has been another episode of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.